Sawbones is a show about medical history, and nothing the hosts say should be taken as medical advice or opinion. It's for fun. Can't you just have fun for an hour and not try to diagnose your mystery boil? We think you've earned it. Just sit back, relax, and enjoy a moment of distraction from that weird growth. You're worth it. All right. Tommy is about some books. One, two, one, two, three, four. And welcome to Sawbones, a marital tour of misguided medicine. I'm your co-host, Justin T. McElroy. And I'm Sydney S. McElroy. Very, I Formerly thought, A. Thought that would be more distinguished. S. You tried it last week with our middle names. For, full middle name sounds hoity-toity. It sounds hoity-toity. Middle initial is, is that, like, yeah, I got one. That's what my sister would call bougie. Bougie? Bougie. Okay. I think that's a reference to the bourgeois. The bourgeoisie. Yes. Um, so yeah, this is Sawbones, and I'm pretty excited this week because I feel like already probably I'm the MVP. Of Sawbones this week? Yes. Why? why I know why you're saying this, but why don't you explain why you think you're the MVP? Well, you know, normally it's sort of split, sort of 60-40. 60-40, huh? Where you're doing 40%, which is just the research. Oh, I'm doing... And then oh, I'm mm. doing 60% because I'm, like, talking on the show, coming up with, like, insights, and editing and posting it. So mm-hmm. it's, like, a 60-40 mm-hmm. split. Yeah. This week is almost more like 70-30 or maybe 75-25 because uh-huh. I also came up with the idea for the show this week. Right. And honestly, my shoulders are getting sore. Do you know why? From holding the show up, yeah, from carrying carrying it, carrying the show. Uh-huh. So but you I, think you think you did that much of the work? I just three, feel like the kind of MVP three quarters yeah. about oh, conservatively. You're okay. definitely doing your part. You're pitching in, right? For sure. Uh huh. For just sure. doing all the research, and that's in it. the topic that you asked me to research for you. Yeah. So that was almost fifty fifty split on yeah. the research mm-hmm. because it was my idea, and you just kind of ran it in the end zone. So, I kind of got it into the. The twenty yard line, you just kind of ran it in. Well, do you want to just want to do the whole show? I'd rather not. Like I could just sit back and watch. I got, I have a cold sore actually, so I'm and my lips are very chapped, and I can't. Uh, I don't want to talk the whole time. Right, that was Justin's segue into chapped lips this week. Pretend I just said the chapped lips part because that makes a better yeah segue. My yeah. lips are very chapped. You know that's why. Um, I saw this on. There's this great uh, YouTube show about movies called Movies with Mikey, mm-hmm. and he was saying uh, on he did an episode about Dark Knight Returns yesterday, and he no, not Dark Knight Returns, The Dark Knight, and mm-hmm. he said that that's um that's why Heath Ledger licks his lips so much in this movie because he enunciates every word like completely clearly, and it just the only way that you can make that happen without your lips like falling apart, is just licking them constantly. And that's why he's licking his lips so much is because he's enunciating so clearly. Well, you know, the problem with that is that licking your lips a lot is one cause of chapped lips. 
that's that I I actually kind of figured that that, yeah, that, makes, sense, that makes doesn't surprise me. Yeah. So let's do the let's do the thank yous for suggesting the episode. You do those usually, right? Thank you, Justin, for for suggesting that we talk about chapped lips very topic. selfishly because your lips are chapped and you just wanted to know about other things that you could put on My your lips. lips. Are chap- is is regular? I don't want to say chapstick because that's a brand name. Um. And Chap- that assumes that we all use that brand of lip balm. I actually can't. I don't. Here's the thing. I do get chap lips. I can't bring myself to live the chapstick or lip balm lifestyle. I can't have a lifestyle where I have it. On, like I, You just what, literally, as you were saying that, you reached over where to come on from, your though? desk. Just at a random place. That's what I'm saying. On your desk next to where your computer is every day. And you picked up a tube of lip balm and applied it, it my while we what were talking. I scattered around like Johnny Appleseed and just hope that when my lips are chapped, I'll find a tube with well, it. It's the maybe. same way with nail clippers. Nobody has a place for nail clippers. You know what I mean? They're just like... I hope there's some in here. No, you do everywhere. Yeah, ba- I well, where. and mainly everywhere our child can get to. Those are the main places you put nail so clippers. <laughs> so I keep uh, lip balm on me at all times. At all times Always. until you put your pants in the washing machine, in and I put your lip balm through washed. every single time. Uh, thank you, Justin. Mm. This is the this, my pleasure. This is also the season for chapped lips. Because it's not the uh, only reason I had the idea, though. There's a lot right. of creativity that went into it as well. Sure. Didn't just... Because your lips have been really chapped. Mm-hmm. Because it, the air is very dry. It's cold out, and the air is dry. Mm-hmm. So that is one cause of chelitis or chelitis? inflammation of the lips or chapped lips. And you can have different kinds of chelitis based on what it's caused by because you know what most of us are talking about are just when you're just like your your hands can get chapped, your skin can get chapped, not just your lips mm-hmm. from being out in cold, dry weather. Long riding, long ride across the prairie. That can e- exactly. Chapped hands from that. Yeah. You get a lot of that, honey? Not recently. I'm trying to stay. I got. <laughs> they gave me a desk job. <laughs> they don't let me out on the prairie anymore. I got to stay back and just like. You kept getting cholera out on the Oregon Trail, mm-hmm. and so they gave so me a I'm desk job. So now I'm just the job. guy. I'm the guy that they stop with before they go out on the Oregon Trail. Like you're going to need more meal. <laughs> Take more oats. Trust me on this one. Because <laughs> there are lots of horses on the Oregon Trail. Yeah. Just the ones you take with you, right? Yeah, but like you need us X amount of oats for them. Well, yeah. Okay. That's all you got for people? Take more oats? No. They You're had bad enough at of, your job. They had enough of everything else. They didn't have enough oats. So I was trying to <laughs> move on. You uh, you can also get it, like I mentioned, from licking your lips too much, from biting your lips too much, from dehydration. Your lips can get chapped just if you get really dried out, like you got a really terrible GI bug or hangover or something like that. You'd get chapped lips. Now, licking your lips thing is a vicious cycle, too. Yes, it is. Yeah, I don't recommend that. Don't don't keep lip. Go get some, you know, lip balm. Um, and then there are certain like vitamin deficiencies that can cause specific kinds of chelitis, like just at the angles of your mouth, like at the corners of your mouth, and those kind of thing. But that's not really. We're really just focusing more on like the day to day chapped lips that, you know, you have. I don't have because I always carry something with me. But I would have if I wasn't so well prepared. Right. Now, they, we have been dealing with chapped lips as long as we've had lips. Mm-hmm. So so hundreds upon hundreds of years. Yes. Thousands even. Mm. Uh, <laughs> so there are just basically this show are all of the weird 
This is all of the weird stuff that people have decided they wanted to not just put on their face, but on their lips, which are very close to their, you know, mouths, which is like a portal to the inside. So it's like a big commitment. Yeah, for and sure. so I keep that in mind. Uh, when we go back to some mentions uh, from from ancient Indian medical texts, uh, one specific that that's repeated is milk mixed with the powdered rind of this bell fruit, which is uh, it's a certain kind of fruit, uh, sort of like a quince almost. Okay, and it's it's actually kind of weird because the leaves of this fruit, there's a substance in that that has been used in uh, diet pills in the past and oh, has weird. been banned because it's dangerous. Mm. But the fruit, well, the rind was powdered mixed with milk, and then you put that on your lips and you could have soft lips. And mm. I have no reason to think that's dangerous. Um, in Egypt, there's some evidence that maybe they used beeswax or honey for this. Effective, it seems like. Right, which I mean, beeswax is a very common. There are many brands today marketed parts piece right here yes the that we're holding marketed specifically because they contain beeswax and we've talked before about all of the magical healing properties that people attribute to bees and honey and -hmm. all bee products Mm -hmm. all bee bee excrement and whatnot (laughs) uh there are a lot of weird old recipes from like early uh like British medicine, like early English medicine that that I found. Um, and they kind of break them down. Like there are some for just lips. There are some for lips and hands. So it's important to know, I guess, which ones you're... You don't want to put something on your hands that's only made for your lips. Right, of vice course. Versa. Um, one is that you can take the... So, Justin, you had to enlighten me on this. What is gum from a tree? Sap, dried sap. Thank you. Yeah. I don't know if everybody knows that. No. So you need to mix a couple different kinds of gum, Arabic gum and tragacanth gum. Uh, and you take that with the oil of violets. And you'll, you'll notice in a lot of these recipes that they've already started to think about like color and smell and the fact that like while this is definitely treating something that is uncomfortable, mm-hmm. it's also somewhat cosmetic. Um, I mean, I, I am someone who I have not used lipstick in I could not tell you how many years I only use lip balm, so I tend to gravitate towards the ones that like smell nice or make my lips shiny. Yeah, and sometimes I don't like those because sometimes you leave those around and I grab. That's the that's the lip balm I reach. I end up with like a shimmer. You yes, know? you do. You frequently have a lip shimmer on. I and don't I, know that I don't you know mean, that or a lip gloss. Yeah, I don't ever. I don't need that. I just want the chapping. The one you're using now is tinted. Son of a really? Yeah. Here, I'm switching back to good old chapstick. <laughs> I'm going to put that on top of the tinted. It probably won't do anything. You can use the tinted ones if you want. There's no judgment here. It's not like I care. I just want to make sure it's a good color for me, that it's the right. Like, I want it to be a choice. I just don't want, like, I, I want to make the decision to have a nice shimmer. Right, right. Well, I have I have a variety of shimmers and frosts and glosses and I don't know tinted things like ancient magics you're dealing with no just various kinds of anyway you're welcome to them okay thanks all right I'll keep that in mind uh now here's a here's a stranger concoction so this recipe calls for the precipitate from the bottom of a vat of wine okay wine leavens yeah bitter dregs bitter dregs which I'm not familiar with that, but I do know what the precipitate from a bottom of like when we've made beer 
mm-hmm. like a vat of beer it's is. nasty. So I'm assuming it's like that, but with grapes. Uh, I mean, that's a little better because it's not like yeast and crap, yeah. I guess. I don't know. That's no. sort of like what accumulated. One time I tried to make wine in my closet in college. I remember this. Do you remember this, this? wonderful experiment? And it said that it needed something breathable on top, some sort of like, I forget, maybe cheesecloth or so. I don't remember what you're supposed to put on the top of the bottle. Anyway, what we used was a condom because that seemed to make sense to us, although not breathable. It's like by definition, <laughs> not breathable. I don't know what, I don't know why we thought that was, a, I don't know why we thought that was a good idea. But anyway, what collected on the inside of the condom bef- as it expanded and then eventually burst was probably what they're talking about. For your li- Man, I think they'll just be chopped. Thank you very much. Thank you. You mix that with rosin and then some grease from either a hen or a duck, your pick, and some honey for flavor. I guess. <laughs> like, uh, And so those are just for lips. Now, if you're interested... In something that will work both on your lips as well as what has been called, uh, what, what is called the head of women's breasts. The mm-hmm. heads of women's breasts. Now, I would probably just call those the nipples. Yeah, there's a term for that. Right, but I guess Medical term. old English dudes like to call them, uh, it's very proper, the heads of women's breasts. Is that the head? I don't, I guess... <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, here's some things that if you're if you're so inclined, you can put on your lips or your boobs. Take the brain of a goose. Okay. And the brain of a heart. That didn't make sense. H A R T, heart, which of course is as everybody knows. As everybody is knows, an adult male deer. Yeah. So take the brains of a goose and the brains of a deer. And mix those together. An adult male deer. You can't just use some teenage woman deer. No, uh, no, an adult. uh, Yes. And you mix those together and then just put that on your lips or your nipples. Either way is fine. With nothing else. There is nothing else in this recipe. That's just it. Two kinds of brains. Just two kinds of brains mixed up and then put them on your boobs or mouth. This is a new, this is a new low, high I don't know. Either way, for our show, I have never had a recipe for anything that just involved brains. Or two brains. Or two brains. Yeah. There's like, I don't know why they thought one. uh, This one's pretty good that I'm trying. But like, (laughs) what if we had two brains? And let's make it more difficult from different animals. Different animals. Well, I honestly, Sydney, I love you. I don't think harvesting two brains from the same animal was an option. So they might as well. Different species. Yeah. Yeah. Either way. Uh, this this maybe is a little less gruesome. So take some silver, some myrrh, some powdered ginger. Uh, you grind all that up. You mix that with wax and honey and olive oil. And then right before you apply, you've got to like spit and coat your lips really well with all that spit and then put that on there. Now, come on. That's cheating. Just everything. Just whatever. Ugh. This and, just- and also your own spit. <laughs> How chap were these people's lips? <laughs> and this is also this. These just sound like they, people looked around and went, "Uh, ginger, this and this. silver, honey." Alchemist was having a clearance sale, just trying to get all it out. Uh, you could also try another if you if you do want to tint to your lips. You could try some powdered black iris, some ammonium chloride, and some ink. Yeah, sure. And also on your boobs. These are I still, these are that, again nipple recipes. Mm, that one seems a little more suspicious for the boobs. I don't know. 
And and let me say that the idea of, of chap nipples uh, specifically, we, we tend to talk about people who breastfeed. That's what kind of they're referencing with these recipes is that as someone who has breastfed, your your nipples can can get chapped. And usually these days we just use like lanolin for that. Lanolin. Yeah, that, and that's a very good soothing ointment to apply. But, you know, anybody's nipples could get chapped, I guess. Sure. I used to have a... Anaheim's Ducks jersey when I was a teenager that would chat my nipples something fierce. It had like a logo patch on it. It would just, it would just savage. Uh, jerseys are bad for nipples. They're rough. I think runners get it, have that problem a lot, don't they? People yeah. who run get chat Runners nipples like myself get chap nipples from time to time. Right. Right. Uh, now, if you're concerned about your hands, because if you are someone as like Justin who has crossed the plains in your caravan... You get yeah. chapped hands. Yeah, sure, sure, On the out on the plains. Right. Uh, so here's a recipe you can use on your lips or your hands. So take 12, an- 12 ounces of either calves grease, like grease from a calf, or fresh deer suet. Which is? Do you remember suet is the fat, fat from around right, the kidneys right, right. of various animals? British folks like to use that in cooking. Yes, still, still to this day, according people. to... The Great British Bake Off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and you mix either of those with six ounces of marjoram. And then you, you're you going to make it into like little balls, sort of like you're making cookies, I guess. Oh, this that's, is fun. That's how I'm imagining. I'm imagining like a cookie sheet and your wax paper and you have little balls of calf's grease or deer suet mixed with marjoram. Then you're going to uh, sprinkle it with white wine. Uh, then you're going to put them in some sort of like cool closed container like in a closet or a cupboard you know a like larger a put, like a holiday pudding like a pud yeah uh, for 24 hours then you're going to take them out you're going to put them in water and then strain them okay so you put water in then you take it back out. yeah hey I, you know that's that's a step that's a step i'll probably skip at home honestly sprinkle with some more wine and then once they dry You've got a really good balm for either your lips or your hands. Now, if you want to add something with with some scent, so something that'll make it smell a little nicer, a little more attractive, you can take the musk of a civet and add that for fragrance. Um, if you really, really need it to smell. And the, this, by the way, is was a common thing used like as a stabilizer and, and fragrance element in like perfumes and such. Uh, it. It's from the perineal gland, the perineal gland of a, uh, sorry, perineal gland of a civet or any other animal, the musk of, you know, an animal. Mm-hmm. It's pretty, I'm look, I looked up a picture of a civet. It is, that is a fierce looking animal right there. I think I would not need to get up in its glands. Thank you You don't want to go try to take musk from it? No, no, thank you. <laughs> Either way, it you don't need it because you've already gone through all that other Mm-hmm. work you just use it the way it is but if you want some scent wow it's really sp- a musky scent <coughs> in 2000 the year 2000 civet sold for about 500 dollars per kilogram wow you mean the musk yes indeed yeah. that's yeah my understanding is that to this day that it's still used as like a stabilizer in fragrance uh its odor is strong even putrid as a pure substance but once diluted it is pleasantly and sweetly aromatic well, there you go. There you go. There you go. I, I'd say there are Civet. cheaper ways to make things smell good. Civet is the animal. Right. And also the what they call them, the musk. Ah, I didn't realize that. Mm. Well, you can take the musk from other animals, I suppose. If you get really desperate, but it's honestly a little gauche. <laughs> there are lots of things that smell good that don't involve squeezing animal glands. 
I would recommend those. Yeah, I'd go with those first. The, you can also use uh, mucilage from basil, which I guess is just sort of like an oily substance that can come from like the leaves. That sounds disgusting. That it sounds mucilage. Really, really brutal. Could I have some mucilage? Yeah, no. plants shouldn't be able to make that. Ugh. Uh, the outer skin of an onion was commonly recommended. Mm-hmm. Uh, mix some chicken fat and parsley. Gross. No. Yeah, and you could use that. Uh, take. Uh, cook some potatoes, boil some potatoes, and then the, uh, get the potatoes out. And then water that you used to boil the potatoes, you can put on your lips That's or your hands. nonsense. So my <laughs> lips are chapped, so I'm going to go make some potatoes. Or that's absolutely untenable. The other option is, oh, I see you just made some potatoes. Do you mind if I dunk my mouth in the water? Or can I get some of that water to put on my lips? Like, Right. Well, I mean, my first question would be, can I have some potatoes? And then I would ask for the water, probably. Because potatoes are delicious. What if they dump it out, Sydney? We well, gotta stop them. Hey, whoa. You need to warn people ahead of time, please don't dump potato please water. I have that. I have a use for that. I have chaplet. Oh, don't. You're going to throw out all that good potato water? I got, I'll put that to use. You're going to throw that out? Put it in a bucket. I'll take it out. Put it in a bucket bag. I'll take it home. You see in your pantry at home, you just have like stacks and stacks of buckets of potato water. That's the first thing that goes on my hoarders episode. Dad, 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 what are these? What are these bags? That's my good potato water. You can't throw that out if your lips get chapped. Go ahead, get rid of it. Is that what you recommended on the Oregon Trail? You need more oats. More oats? Take this potato water. Several larders of potato water. My fancy pants daughter says I can't keep in the house no more. (laughs) I could sell on this. Take this potato water for chaps. Chapping. In in addition, you could also mix bran and water. I can't imagine that's very effective. Uh, Plenty, our buddy Plenty the Elder. Mm -hmm. He's like his own theme song. Plenty the Elder had his own recipe. Not many. You know, usually Pliny has so many. Yeah, that he made up. No, he just has a couple. One is pretty simple, egg whites. He recommends egg whites. You could do that. And then the other one's a little more involved. So you could take some, again, we're back with the suet. Some, so some goat suet. Uh, mix it with some gith. Mm-hmm. Is gith. What is gith? Well, you look that up. So you oh, that's tell right. me about it. What was it? Uh, man, I really did carry a, a heavy load this episode, huh? Yeah, well, old-timey people sometimes call things weird names it's that a, I don't it's recognize. A, it's f- f- an ancient term for fennel flour. Yes. Yes, that is what you told me. Yes. Uh, so some fennel flour, some goat suet, some sulfur, some iris, some goose grease. Ooh. The marrow from a stag. Wow, are you making like a potion to kill a witch? <laughs> no, this is just for Are you going to like seal a portal? lips. <laughs> Jesus. This is like this sounds like the, the, the stuff that you'd use to bring Dracula back to life. Like <laughs> a little bit of resin and some lime. I for scent? I don't know. Or just egg whites. I don't know. Try both. No. <laughs> Which one? Does the egg one white work? Because I'd like to do that very much. I love this alternative. Like you could use egg whites. Uh I don't know. Or, what else you got? Oh, you know, goat suet, gith, sulfur, iris, goose, grease, stags, marrow, resin, and lime. Yeah, you, you could use egg whites or you could get like a thief and a mage and a cleric and go on like a quest across the entire <laughs> land to heal your jab lips. And get some bone marrow from a stag. Why not? Um, uh, we uh, I want to hear about the Americas. Do the Americas have any good stuff? Uh, I got some for you, Justin. But first, why don't you follow me to the billing department? Let's go.
Sydney, you know how you're always saying that you'd like to build a Justin McRoy fan site full of all your favorite quotes, clips, videos, and hunky pictures of beloved podcaster Justin McRoy? I don't remember. Well, there's that- no need to wait any longer, Sydney, because Squarespace is going to make it easier than you could possibly believe to make a website uh, all about your favorite hunky podcasting superstar. I don't think I was going Squarespace, to— Squarespace, what is it? It's a tool—think of it as— the palette, the palette of a web design artist. But you don't have to be a web design artist. You could just take stuff off the palette that is created by real people that know what they're really doing and put it from the palette onto the easel. The metaphor is broken down. Basically, you're going to be able to create great-looking websites that have fantastic customer support and help you unlock your creativity and do whatever you want to with your small business or podcaster obsession. You can sell products. You can uh, post your videos. You can share your stories about how Justin has shaped your life and is also a fantastic father. Folks, you got to stop waiting to make your Justin McElroy fan site. Go to squarespace.com sawbones for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch your Justin McElroy fan site, use offer code sawbones to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. We have just started rehearsing for the summer theater. That's right. Summer starts in March around these parts, and that means we don't have much time at all in the evenings to make dinner. But we will not be just consuming Wendy's, uh, although there will be some Wendy's consumed, but we are going to have a little extra help with Factor, which delivers ready-to-eat delicious meals right to your door, and not like junky stuff you get out of the freezer aisle, whatever. This is real high-quality, chef-crafted stuff that in two minutes you're ready to eat it. I'm talking about some Southwestern-style turkey and mac. I think this week I'm going to be enjoying a shredded chicken taco bowl is 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 part of my plan. Um, but they got, like, fancy stuff. Listen to this. Where are you going to get this? Truffle butter filet mignon. I mean, seriously? From, from, from a, a box? Pre-prepared, all I got in two minutes, I'm eating filet mignon. That sounds delicious. Yeah, it sounds delicious. And you can give these a try. And it's not just these meals. We're talking pancakes, smoothies. They got some great wellness shots that are surprisingly delicious. And the meals you just eat and eat. There's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup. Get as much as you need by choosing your meals every week. You're going to get exactly what you want. No surprises here. Uh, and the meals, I can say, are delicious. So what do you got to lose? Head on over to factormeals.com slash sawbones50 and use code sawbones50 to get 50% off. That's code sawbones50 at factormeals.com slash sawbones50 to get 50% off. Uh, Sid, you were going to tell me a little bit about the uh, early Americas and, and and what they were using for their chap lips. Now, probably the the one that if you've heard of like weird past treatments for chapped lips, the one that uh, is most popular would be earwax. And we it's actually- so convenient. Right. We actually, I think, talked about it on our earwax episode. Mm-hmm. That, it's gross, but that's like so, that would be like such a great closed system for the, if the body like, oh, chapstick? Yeah, I got it right here. Well, I mean, it makes kind of, it, it does make sense because it's supposed to help moisturize, keep, you know, keep lubricated the inside of your ear mm-hmm. to keep the insides of your ear from drying out. So it is in a way- I mean, yeah, but you also shouldn't be like taking it out to put it somewhere else. No, but if it comes out, like if it's right there, if you reach up and touch your ear and there's a big gob of earwax right there, that's gross. 
and you want to put it on your lips or hands. Be very careful about the next thing you say. I don't have a problem with that is all I'm saying. Okay, that's fine. That's not <laughs> the hit. That's not the stirring endorsement I was afraid of. No, I, I'm not going to do it. But that but, doesn't that doesn't mean that it's wrong. Okay. I'm just saying it makes sense. Uh, if you don't want to do that, and most people don't, you could try leek juice and cream. That was an early American treatment for chapped lips. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could try some Epsom salts and water. We've talked about Epsom salts are just, that's everybody's bag for everything. Yeah. So, and I, this would probably have been used more for like chapped skin than chapped lips. I mean, you could certainly do that, but we think more of Epsom salts being used to soak in. And I don't know how you soak, soak your, your lips. lips. Yeah, I don't know. Like you I put a, make that. a little bowl of it and then just kind of <laughs> stick your face yeah. down in it for a while. Uh, sugar and soap was used, which seems too exfoliating to me. Yeah, I feel like that would leave you drier. I think it would. I've used sugar soaps before, but like I, th- I feel like that would like, ex- like the, yeah, like you said, I think that would be ex- exacerbate mm-hmm. the problem. Yeah, uh, cider vinegar and glycerin, which I think again we've talked about vinegar extensively on the show, and uh, I think that's probably just related to the idea that vinegar can be used for anything. Mm-hmm. So sure, cider vinegar. Uh, now this makes sense. Vaseline and oatmeal. <laughs> Because there's Vaseline the in there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, ha- like you, you, you could say like Vaseline and Fruit Loops. It's like, yeah, pretty good. Like, no, not really. Well, no, no, because I mean, are you? Do you mean like whole Fruit Loops crushed to a fine fruity powder? Right. Still bad. Not great, but it's got Vaseline in it. You just said. Yeah, but oatmeal is not. I mean, I'm assuming like cooked oatmeal. Oh, let's like hope. you cook some oatmeal, you mix it with some Vaseline. That's not going to hurt anything. If you are powdering Fruit Loops. That I mean, there are better ways to exfoliate. Yeah. Uh, now, a common one was urine, especially urine from a uh, male child. <laughs> I don't know why boy child is better, but either way, urine. And I guess if you're talking about like baby urine, it's just easier to obtain maybe. <laughs> I guess, Because yeah. like you're supposed to be cleaning up baby urine anyway. Well, you're not really right. supposed to be asking your adult buddies for pee. A lot of it's right there in the diaper too. You can just... Blot it on your face. To squeeze it out. To squeeze it out. Milk it. Uh, milk the diaper. Don't wait. Uh, hey, that's my good boy pee. That's my good boy pee. Put it. Put the boy pee next to the potato water. I'm saving it. That's for real chap lips. That's when I got a real problem. Uh, so here's a note on a note on urine. Here's a sidebar. Here's a sidebar Sydney. on urine. Urine contains urea. Urea is the main nitrogen-containing compound that results from the breakdown of protein in the human body. Okay? Now, if any of you have experienced various skin conditions, especially ones associated with dry skin, as I'm saying urea, this may be ringing a bell because your dermatologist or doctor, family doctor, whoever, may have prescribed to you a cream that contains urea. Urea is the main component in a lot of different moisturizing creams and lotions that you can buy both over the counter and that are still prescribed today for dry skin conditions. You heard it here first, folks. Dr. Sidney McElroy loves boy pee for chapped <laughs> lips, and it's the only thing she recommends. Stop, stop blowing your money on chapstick. Just get yourself some boy pee. I'm just saying that especially for chapped hands. Boy pee is the way to go. Washing your hands in pee kind of made sense. I don't think we have creams for that now. Why would you use pee? But. Because the pee is free. 
I can't argue with that. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> what else, Sid? Uh, you can also use um, cream, lard, uh, butter. I mean, this all makes sense. You know, just oily, oily sure. substances protect your, you know, lips from from the wind and the and the cold. Um, specifically, you want to use butter from grass fed cows in the month of May. Mm. That's the best. Uh, that's the best stuff you can use mutton tallow buffalo tallow possum fat those were all popular depending on where you are and i guess what dead animals you had um available uh you can wash your hands in the first snow of the season (laughs) just like just as long as they don't get chapped in like june like that's (laughs) so there's one okay so just so i'm clear there's one day of the year you can cure your chab skin. That's it. Okay. That's if it's it. a second snow. Psh. Can you imagine if that was snow somebody's already peed in? That would be the best. The bat. Like the, the best. best. Like the pee best. in this fresh snow so I can wash my hands in it. Uh, or you could, an old an old kind of folklore treatment was you could kiss the middle bar of a five rail fence. Sure, if you want. To, for your chap lips. For your chap lips. Your yeah, chap go lips. for it. Uh, today, there are still a lot of home remedies that you'll find for chapped skin. Uh, some that, that we've already talked about. Honey is a big one. Um, I found it mixed with rose water. It was more popular. Green tea bags. Tea bags are something you see a lot of. And and I, I think we talked about this on the tea episode, that tea bags in general are recommended yeah. for all kinds of skin conditions. Good, good tannins. Uh, lemon juice is recommended, although... I have seen citrus associated with higher rates of chap lips. So I don't know that I'd be that that quick to use lemon juice for that reason. Uh, milk cream, aloe, of course, cucumber, coconut oil, mango butter, sugar and olive oil. There's that sugar again. Um, and, and that's all well and good. There are a variety of lip balms <laughs> available you just to buy you. A store. You could just buy them. I, I always tell people that if something smells really good, um, or or uh, along the same line, my daughter has several that have um, sparkles in them, like glitter. It doesn't smell very And that's good. probably not a good idea. If something smells really strong of fragrance, uh, sometimes that can actually be more dr- drying in the long run. Um, that's worse with like lotions and body washes. But I'd still, if you have really chapped lips, I'd stay away from really heavily scented things. Just go with, and like the and like the tinted things and the sparkly things, I would just go with good old-fashioned moisturizing lip balm. Of course, there are a variety of brands and kinds and I don't know, whatever but you prefer. It's, but none of it's really, just so I can understand, none of it's really treating it in terms of this isn't necessarily like a this is purely an external thing it's like a physical the, condition is the, i guess what i'm saying it, it, well yes what what i'm mainly talking about now as i mentioned in the beginning there are some certain like metabolic and, and like vitamin deficiencies and other conditions that can be associated with having dry skin and like it can be a medication side effect uh, so there are medical conditions that also can cause dry skin that also then will lead you to have more chapped lips. Mm-hmm. I'm not really focusing on those, though, because how do you treat them? Well, you treat the medical condition. and then right. right. But as just the physical problem of having chapped lips. I guess, just I guess like, you are you know, at the very moisturizing. least keeping yourself from licking them, which would exacerbate it, right? Yes. I would prefer you not lick them, just, you know, get some. Unless you're just, I don't know, like... Like if I was trying to like say, hey, Justin, you know, like. Go on. <laughs> hey, no, I don't know. Hey, there, guy. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, like a seduction? Like a seduction. Oh, that was seduction. Was that a seductive? <laughs> Woof. Okay. Well, folks, that's going to do it for us this week on Sawbones. Uh, and I guess for our marriage, too, is over. It's been 10 years. I'm out of practice. Okay. Uh, thank you so much to the taxpayers for letting us use our song Medicines as the intro and outro of our program. Thank you to Maximum Fun for having us on their network. Um, a lot of great shows there for you to listen to. Uh, so go check them all out. Um, and I, we have any other pressing business to discuss then? I don't think so, Justin. Oh, I, I mentioned this in a little while. I, I think they're probably still cabins. Uh, we're going on the Jonathan Colton cruise uh, in March at some point um, in 2017. We'll be there with a ton of great people, and it's going to be so much fun. And go to jococruise.com. We're going to do a live Sawbones. And... Um, you can hold Charlie for us because <laughs> we can't take her on the stage. Well, we'll, well, we'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll talk, we'll talk about we'll that. Talk. Uh, that's going to do it for us, folks. Until next week, my name is Justin McElroy. I'm Sydney McElroy. And as always, don't drill a hole in your head. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.